0: Welcome to this week's In the Oil Patch. My name's Alvin Bailey alongside your host, Kim Bilotto, and we have a great show lined up for you today. Our guest today is none other than Todd Staples, the president of Texoga, and as always, we'll have oil and gas trivia at the end of the show so you can listen closely for your chance to win a $75 gift certificate to the beautiful and yummy Palm Restaurant in Houston, Texas. Now, Kim, before we bring Todd Staples onto the show, let's talk about some topics that have been pretty hot recently. Uh, President Obama just proposed a $10 tax on every barrel of oil as a way to pay for the transportation industry. And, you know, I feel like this is not only going to raise prices at the pump, but it's also going to get passed right on to the consumers. And, Kim, what are your thoughts about this?
1: You know, Alvin, I can honestly see why the industry uh, is up in arms with this suggestion again. It makes absolutely no sense to do this. And at the end of the day, this cost is going to be passed on to the consumers, us. There is absolutely no logical reason for him to do this. Um, I think that, you know, when we look at why is he doing this, uh, we've had this discussion that possibly there's a reason behind it, a motive. Do other countries uh, focus on doing this? And it just doesn't work here in a free market.
0: Well, Washington's talking about how this is going to change the transportation industry because it'll funnel money into projects for self-driving cars, freight systems, alternative fuel vehicles, light rail systems. So, I mean, apparently $30 billion a year is enough to cover these projects. I just I don't see that coming together.
1: Uh, Probably not like he hopes, and I think that it basically, when he floated it, uh, somebody went and just kind of popped the balloon. This is not going to be good. Uh, I don't like it. I haven't found anyone who supports it yet, and um, I just don't think that there's a need at this moment, especially with the industry already having such a difficult time. I don't understand why he wants to do it at this juncture when the industry is just reeling so much with all the other things that they're having to deal with, the taxation coming down from him, EPA, waters over America, and the list goes on and on and on, not to mention the price of a barrel is just uh, really at an all-time low.
0: You know, Kim, recently Qatar, Saudi Arabia, Russia, and Venezuela all proposed freezing their oil production output levels to match their January outputs. And, you know, despite proposing this freeze, which they didn't do, but do you think it would have had any effect on the market?
1: Well, you know, I think we're talking about OPEC, and I think that OPEC had an opportunity in November to cut production. And looking at their losses now that could be in the trillions of dollars, they should have cut back in November. But this freeze also, this proposed freeze, is contingent on a couple of other countries, Iran being one of them, also agreeing to some stipulations which – That may or may not happen. So right now, it's just a floating balloon out there, and I think it really will not have any kind of impact, and I'm not really sure that anything is really going to come of uh, this proposal. But I will also say, though, it is somewhat a step in the right direction of OPEC starting to look at cutting the production. So there's some positive. There's also some areas where nothing has been affected. And so I think we're still where we were, in a wait-and-see game, Uh, that will continue.
0: Well, it doesn't look like, you know, OPEC's attack on U.S. oil production is working. (laughs) If anything, I mean, it's blown up in their face because our industry down here, at least in Texas, has gotten no doubt slimmer, but stronger since companies have learned how to be more efficient with less pumps and less drills operating. And do you think this low price per barrel is sustainable if it goes on for another, say, you know, let's say six months to a year?
1: I believe uh, that in talking to a couple of uh, energy economists, this is not a good uh, time for U.S. producers. But I also believe that things that occurred needed to occur to lift the ban, the export ban, or repeal it. And I believe that uh, within time, we should see slowly a depletion of the oversaturation of commodity. Can they last? A lot of them won't. But the majors... And all companies that have been around for a while, uh, exploration companies, service companies, large ones are, were prepared for this. They're used to dealing with downward turns all the time, and so uh, they'll be fine. I just honestly believe that it's a correction of uh, on the market, and these larger companies are going to fare far better than the smaller ones. So it really just depends on. Uh, which companies you're looking at, how large are they, uh, or how how well they'll be able to manage this uh, downward turn.
0: Kim, your magazine, Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine, reports about a lot of very interesting topics each issue. And, and the newest one's no different. It's the women's issue with Sharon Sperling of Plains All-American Pipeline on the cover. You know, we just had a great cover party for her in Houston this past week. And let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about the amazing mc you had for that event
1: <laughs> alvin you were the mc well you know i have to say you've attended quite a few cover parties and um they keep growing in the amount of executives that are attending as well as the amount of people that are attending Uh, you know 75 in the room is probably the largest cover party to date that we've had so that tells me that we're doing something right that these people really appreciate coming in and networking talking about the industry in a uh, in a professional manner but in also a a safe manner in which we provide a, a vehicle for them to do it
0: well I think this is the this is the biggest cover party I've been to but I think you were saying that this is the biggest one yet
1: it is. It is. Um, you know, our largest, second largest was when we had the uh, when we had Paul Shepard with Halliburton on our cover, and uh, there were a lot of Halliburton team members that had attended the cover party. This was actually no different. Uh, to see Plains All Americans team come in, uh, we had uh, major oil and gas exploration companies. The service companies were there because they all do business with this company. So it was a really, really great party, a really, really great networking opportunity, uh, and I couldn't have been happier with the turnout.
0: You know, and one of the gems of the industry gave a great speech, Omar Garcia. What a guy.
1: Oh, yeah. the And Steer, one of the major supporters of our radio show who sees the benefit of us trying to help everyone understand oil and gas and this topic a little bit more. And because of that, they are one of the main sponsors outside of Kayla Auto Group that continue to help us get our message out, get these great uh, experts on the show to help uh, start breaking down the very complicated topic of energy.
0: Always great to see David Porter at these events, chairman of the Texas Railroad Commission. Great speech from Porter.
1: I totally agree. You know, as he's the chairman right now, so um, he basically holds the public hearings And, um, you know, he's been with us uh, since we really began the magazine um, four years ago. And we've developed more than just an appreciation for how he uh, has always looked at the role of the – the role of the Texas Railroad Commission, and you know, uh, I'm going to miss him. He's got a whole year, but we're going to miss him because some of the famous words he used to always uh, tell in speeches is how important regulatory framework matters. So I really hope that this year, that the citizens of Texas, the voters, will really take into consideration and study each one of the railroad commissioners that are running and look to elect the right person that basically embodies that saying, regulatory framework matters.
0: You had a great cover too, Sharon Sperlin. What a great individual. And, and like I said at, at the event, Kim, as a father of daughters, it's very important to me to be able to point to women who have blazed a trail to the top of their industry, women like you and Sharon Sperling and, and, and others that were in attendance and be able to point to that experience. And, you know, I've got one daughter that's, that's pursuing a career in medicine and one in the arts. And it's very important to me to be able to point them and, and show them people that have blazed that trail and, and broke through that glass ceiling. And, you know, just what a, what a great time it was.
1: It really was. You know, four years ago when we started, um, trying to find women to come forward and talk to us was was really very difficult. I think we have... Uh, grown in um, in in the areas of respect among the industry. To see some of the covers we've had, uh, Commissioner Christy Craddock, Leslie Shockley-Beyer, the president of PESA, uh, Sharon Sperling with Planes, uh, All-American Pipeline. Um, just to mention a few... You're right. Uh, you know, you, we've got a lot of great women out there. Women's energy Network and desk and Derrick's are are leading the way in helping women in in the charitable role. So I'm very, very proud to be a part of being able to tell their story and um, and couldn't support their efforts more of being the trailblazers and the visionaries to help inspire other women to go get that degree in engineering or go get that degree uh, that you want in oil and gas and be a part of a very great uh, and dynamic industry, but also a great paying job. Kim, let's take
0: just a minute and talk about women in the oil and gas industry. I mean, you've been around the oil and gas industry for several years now. You've been in business for yourself for lots of years.
1: Yeah, don't get my age away.
0: (laughs) But let's just talk about how women have have moved to the forefront in the equality issues uh, in in business today.
1: You know, I think that oil and gas has definitely um, opened up to and warmed up to the idea that women have a lot to offer and give uh, in this sector, and it, it shows with the amount of women that are coming in, but. Truly, from uh, attorneys, there's uh, chief financial officers, there's women engineers, uh, landmen, you name it, from all ends, from upstream to downstream, you find women. And not just uh, women that are um, at the field level, but also at the executive level as well. And so they're very intertwined. Of course, I would love to see more. I think that we uh, still have more uh, to go as far as making women understand this is a great profession, high-paying, great benefits, um, and great companies to work for. But I think the word is getting out slowly, and we just see a lot more women moving into oil and gas.
0: In terms of opportunities, do you see more opportunities at the executive levels for women, or more opportunities in, you know, the, the boots-on-the-ground type of jobs?
1: In, in all fairness, I think that I've seen both. Um, there are a lot of female executives and female uh, professionals in the industry. There are also a lot of uh, young graduates that are actually boots on the ground out there, learning the engineering, the water aspect, hydrogeologist. Um, you just it, it landman. There's they're all over. They're, I think it's combination of both is equally filled in both areas.
0: So this issue, women in industry, great issue. Um, I've got to kind of peek through the magazine. And let me tell you, your your team did a phenomenal job, as always, putting shale oil and gas business magazine together. Uh, Cover party's coming up pretty soon?
1: Yes, it's going to be in February. And uh, it is where our advertisers are invited in to actually network with some of our oil and gas executives and uh, the individual and their team that is on our cover. So uh, what a great benefit when you advertise with Shell Magazine to be invited into an exclusive party uh, that only the advertisers get to come in and network at the highest level with our executives.
0: Now, if somebody wants to see the magazine online or to contact the magazine, how do they do that?
1: They can always go to shale, So it stands for shalemag.com. Again, that's shalemag.com. Or they can call us 210 240 7188. Again, the number's 210 240 7188.
0: shalemag.com is also a great place to pick up the podcasts of In the Oil Patch.
1: Very Yes, this is true, as well as, uh, you know, there's so much that you can find on our website. Uh, I, a funny story, uh, over the holidays, uh, we were kind of a victim of our own success, Alvin, in the sense that um, we had so much traffic coming into our website that it actually crashed for about four days, and we had to relocate and migrate our website over to a hosting company that could take the just the demand of traffic that's coming into the website now. And I do believe that part of it is to hear the podcast of our show, as well as look at what's going on, where are we at in, in the oil patch or the latest issues of Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine.
0: In the oil patch radio show, we've grown by leaps and bounds over the last year. We, you know, we really don't even have a full year under our belt yet, but we're now doing the show from our flagship Shale Studios. And what other markets are we in?
1: Well you know, we started with KTSA five fifty AM and we grew into KWEL, which is ten seventy AM, which is the Midland Odessa area. And then we were picked up by iHeart Radio as well, which is K T R H seven forty AM. Big markets potential of 1.2 million listeners so I definitely would say by looking at the numbers of listens that we have on our podcast alone that we have a huge following for our show and I couldn't be more excited. People want to learn about oil and gas. Well
0: and that's that's very important that you brought up the podcast because you can go to shalemag.com and you can listen to all of the podcasts. We do catalog those on a weekly basis so you can go back and listen to the very first show or the most recent show.
1: Or on iHeartRadio, they have their app that you can download and you can listen to it and stream when we're on, as well as you can click on our show and it's there as well. So there are multiple ways to hear our show, multiple ways of finding us. Uh, Anyone who's interested in being a guest, I'd also uh, like to encourage them to reach out to us. Uh, They can contact us through radio at shellmag.com. Again, that's radio at shellmag.com. And tell us what you wanna talk about. If it's an interesting topic, I think we would love to have them on the show
0: yeah you know there's tons and tons of great stories out there that that you know may not be an oil and gas company but it may be oil and gas related and those are great stories that we do want to share here on the show also we do have some room for some advertisers on the show
1: exactly we do business profiles in which we will cover your business how long you've been in business and anything that a business would like us to cover that makes them unique we want to spotlight them. So we certainly uh, would like for anyone interested in getting a business spotlight to contact us as well at radio at shellmag.com.
0: Twenty fifteen was an interesting year. Wow, have we have, this this show's grown just so fast by leaps and bounds, it's hard to to fathom the number of listens that we get to this show.
1: I think it has a lot to do, Alvin, with the host, of course. <laughs> just kidding um it's our guest it's these experts that come on and help us break down these topics and i think it's the great stations that we have selected to carry our message and to help us be the voice in communicating oil and gas and its topics
0: well we're we're into 2016 it's a new year what do you see on the horizon for the radio show we'll go to the magazine in a second but what do you see on the horizon for the radio show this year
1: Well, I I do believe that the radio show will grow uh, by stations as well this year. And I think that uh, we will also have new partners that will come in and want to facilitate us growing into larger market areas. So that's the goal for the radio show. And for the magazine, some of the things we've accomplished in 2015 have been a state of energy, which we will continue those. They will now become annual events for us. We also have a new redesign on our magazine as well that uh, a new fresh look after four years it was time to spruce up our look Um, every so often it's really good like an advertiser will change out their ad Uh, we also wanted to have that same effect to just tweak it a little bit differently to where it has a little bit of a different look Um, and we really really like the new look and we hope our readers will as well. Nothing has changed in the categories and the type of topics that we write on. Um, our covers are still the same. Every The model is still the same. It's really just the inside of how it is laid out has changed just a little bit.
0: Okay, so when, when do we see the new look?
1: This issue, January, February, uh, hits the stands this week, and um, you will see the new look throughout the whole issue.
0: And just to recap, great cover party. Can't wait for the next one. And with that, Kim, we do need to take a quick break. We'll be right back with the president of Texoga, Mr. Todd Staples, on In the Oil Patch, right after this. Hi folks, Alvin Bailey here, just like I am every week in the oil patch, right alongside you, fighting for a strong, responsible, successful, and sustainable oil and gas industry right here in the great state of Texas. Both on this show and as a fleet specialist for the Cayleg Auto Group, I get to keep a firsthand perspective on the hard work that goes into making this such a great industry. And trust me, I understand how important it is to maintain both your company's image, the reliability, and the integrity of your fleet, and you can't break the bank doing it. So whether your fleet action plan requires leasing, buying outright, or something that falls kind of in between... I can help you. K-League Fleet Sales represents 11 brands and 16 stores that include Ford, Ram trucks, and Toyota trucks on the heavy duty side, and Lincoln, Mazda, Subaru, Volkswagen, and Lexus on the luxury side. Hey, time is money, so our service departments offer pickup and delivery and rapid response to get you back on the road quickly. I would love the opportunity to help you keep your fleet plan rolling, so let's talk. Call me at area code 830-480-3656, again, 830-480-3656, or you can email me directly, abailey at kaligauto.com. That's abailey B-A-I-L-E-Y, at Kayleg Auto K-A-H-L-I-G-A-U-T-O dot com. Hey, make plans and be sure to join us at the Houston Energy Breakfast. It's going to be held March the 31st at the Norris Conference Center at City Center. And we're going to hear from Jonathan Lewis. He's the senior VP at Halliburton. Michael Thomas, the COO of North American Gas at BP America. And R.T. Dukes, the senior research director at Wood McKenzie. If you want to save a little on your registration, use the discount code SHALEMAG for $10 off at checkout. March the 31st at the Norris Conference Center at City Center. It's the Houston Energy Breakfast. We'll see you there.
2: Support for In the Oil Patch comes from the West Texas Energy Consortium, connected rural West Texas communities, where members and partners communicate about common issues, challenges, and workable solutions, as well as educating future energy industry leaders. For more information about the West Texas Energy Consortium, visit their website at www.wtxec.org or give them a call at 325-795-4206. The West Texas Energy Consortium, where capitalizing on regional energy growth means power in partnership.
0: And welcome back to In the Oil Patch. My name is Alvin Bailey alongside your host, Kim Bellotto. Kim, I think it's time to welcome our special guest, Todd Staples, onto the show. Take it away, Kim.
1: Thank you, Alvin. Todd, welcome to In the Oil Patch radio show. We're really excited to have you on the show today. Texoga has been out uh, in Texas for some time talking about the importance of energy. Uh, and so we really wanted to have you come on the show and talk to us about what you guys are up to. But before we get started with the show, Todd, can you give us a little bit of background and explanation on how you found yourself as the president of Texoga? And Texoga is the Texas Oil and Gas Association.
3: Well, thank you, Kim and Alan. It's great to be with you both today. Appreciate the chance to visit about our state's most important economic sector, oil and gas. I'm having a great time being the president of Texas Oil and Gas Association. It was a lot more fun, I have to tell you, at $100 oil rather than $30 oil or $28 oil, wherever we might be today. But the reality is this. We know that the economy has ebbs and flows. We know that the oil and gas industry has ups and downs. The Texas Oil and Gas Association, is actually the state's oldest and largest oil and gas trade association. It represents all facets of the industry. Uh, of course, the production drilling, um, midstream pipelines, refineries, uh, service companies. And so it's just a great opportunity to serve in this capacity. It might surprise your listeners to learn that I, I don't actually have an oil and gas background. I grew up in East Texas. Um, Went to school at Texas A&M, got a degree in agricultural economics. A stands for um, agriculture, not athletics at A&M, unfortunately, these days. I I want everyone to know. It's been a a dry spell there at Texas A&M on the athletic program, although our basketball team is doing well. Uh, But I I got involved in real estate appraisals and real estate brokerage, Uh, ran my own business for over 20 years, was involved in agriculture very heavily, And then got got pulled into public service, Uh, my hometown city council uh, of Palestine. Um, I served a term there, um, got off the city council, went back to work, and my neighbors wanted me to run for state representative, served in the Texas House for six years, served as a member of the Texas Senate for six years, and then was fortunate enough to serve uh, as commissioner of agriculture for uh, two terms. And uh, the president of the Texas Oil and Gas Association was retiring after about 25 years, and they hired a national search firm, and after about a year later, uh, here I am. And it's just been a a fabulous year, uh, a year of change, obviously, but it's a great industry and has a big impact on our state's economy.
1: Well, I totally agree. You know, having you as the president with such a vast background of all different kinds of things, but not too deep into oil and gas, I think you bring a different perspective in looking at things, which is typically how the majority of people that are outside the oil and gas look at things. So I've seen some of the stuff you've been uh, working on, and I'm pretty impressed and very happy to have you uh, at Texoga as well. Um, But since you became president, there's been a lot of changes in oil and gas in, in the marketplace. So what spurred you to keep going when things got tough? um, Or how have you guys been managing the storm with oil and gas and the downturn uh, for right now?
3: Well, it certainly has been a a huge downturn. The number of uh, drilling rigs has dropped by over 60 percent from this year to last year. And it's just been tough. But fortunately, I think those in the oil and gas industry have a long-term view of, of our state, of history. And they recognize that that if you live in a free market enterprise system, which I think happens to be the best in the world, I don't want to trade it for anything else, you do have ups and downs. Uh, But you learn to survive through those. And what's kept me going, Kim, is the fact that we have 28 million Texans almost today, uh, and every single Texan benefits from a healthy and robust oil and gas industry. We have over 400,000 Texans last year that had a job directly because of a healthy oil and gas industry, and I'd like to see that number continue to rise rather than to decrease. Uh, oil and gas is the backbone of the Texas economy. It has a, an enormous impact, and whether you live in an energy-producing area or not, the reality is our roads are built from oil and gas revenues, our schools are funded, Our university systems have more revenues when you have a healthy oil and gas economy. So those are all positive things, and this makes me to keep my eye on the goal of recognizing that we need a healthy Texas, and it all starts with a healthy oil and gas industry.
1: Very, very true. And there is a very important opportunity for all of us as well as we are moving into an election cycle to be mindful of uh, candidates that support energy or have an understanding, uh, and how that correlates back to all of us. So I think that it is important that we educate ourselves to who has energy policies, who supports the energy uh, sector as well, and when we go to the voting polls, very, very important. Uh, Todd, tell me a little bit about uh, Texas Oil and Gas Association. What's y'all's mission and what do you do?
3: You know, our mission is to support a free market enterprise economy and to promote the benefits of oil and gas. And we engage on uh, legislative issues. You mentioned the elections that are upcoming. Uh, You know, it's an election year in America, and it never ceases to amaze me when I hear – uh, candidates and politicians uh, to give a piece of a story in order to capitalize on an emotional issue. And what Americans need, what has led to American dominance in the world today, is the fact that we have um, a strong, robust economy that is very diverse and that we make decisions that are based on science. And I'm glad that at the Texas Oil and Gas Association, we Focus on promoting science-based policies and free market principles. That's really what we're about, whether it's in the judiciary, the regulatory environment, or legislatively. And I'm, uh, we we need more people armed with the facts so that they can make good decisions. And and look, um, when when people vote today, you really need to ask yourself: Is someone really trying to protect me, or are they trying to make me pay higher prices for the energy that? cools and heats my homes, uh, that provides electricity when my children go to school, when my family needs to go to the hospital. We have reliable energy in this country because our free market principles have been at work. And unfortunately, we have a lot of politicians today that are threatening that Americans' energy security that we all enjoy.
0: And unfortunately, you know, The average person's opinion of the oil and gas industry is based on the price they pay at the gas pump, and there's so much more to it than that. Todd, we want to talk about some of the biggest challenges facing the oil and gas industry, but first we do need to take a break. You're listening to In the Oil Patch. My name's Alvin Bailey along with Kim Bilotto, and our special guest today, Todd Staples. We'll be right back.
2: Amerijet's global cargo shipping and freight forwarding network is ready to take care of all your shipping needs. Shipping manufactured oversized parts, oil and gas field equipment, or supplies domestically or internationally. AmeriJet is your full-service multimodal transportation and logistics provider, offering domestic and international scheduled all-cargo transport via land, sea, and air. AmeriJet will connect your company to over 30 major cities in the U.S., with more than 625 destinations worldwide, providing global transportation solutions throughout the Americas, Mexico, the Caribbean, Europe, Asia, and the Middle East. Our 40-plus years of experience in the energy industry will help drive your excellent performance. Let AmeriJet's global team ensure the safe delivery of your cargo, from oversized hazardous materials, which include oil and lubricants, and heavyweight cargo, to your chosen destination. For on-time delivery, AmeriJet Houston is your commercial shipping partner. Call AmeriJet at 844-651-7956. Once again, that's 844-651-7956. Or visit us at AmeriJet.com. Ever feel like you've hit a wall with your business? Like you haven't been able to turn the corner on a new avenue for your company? Well, Turning Point Strategies is here to help. Turning Point Strategies is for those startup companies or companies that have been doing very well but maybe want to move to the next level or are at a turning point. They're looking to think outside the box and that's where we come in. We provide those different strategies to help them turn the corner at that point where they need consulting services. At Turning Point Strategies, we can not only help you turn the corner, we will give you insight on how to prevent yourself from hitting another plateau. We have helped a lot of different companies at many different levels succeed. Call us today at 210-227-5678. Again, that number is 210-227-5678. And visit our website, turningpointstrategies.com. Again, that's turningpointstrategies.com. Are you at your turning point?
0: And welcome back to In the Oil Patch. My name is Alvin Bailey along with your host Kim Bilotto and our special guest today Todd Staples. Kim?
1: Well you know Todd you bring up some very interesting uh, facts about the perception and how important it is to be informed before we go to the voting polls but what do you feel is the biggest challenge facing the oil and gas industry today?
3: Well I, I, Kim I think there are many challenges uh, but but some of the biggest most prevalent challenges that really dominate the industry today obviously supply and demand cannot be overlooked the reason that consumers are enjoying just really below cost prices when they fill up their cars and pickups today are because of two things and that's supply and demand and our supply has expanded demand globally has contracted and so we have an oversupply today and the reason that Production in America has increased so dramatically, the reason that we've doubled our output in Texas over the last four years is because of science and technology. Using uh, hydraulic fracturing uh, combined with horizontal drilling has led to this abundant supply, and it's been procured very safely. Uh, and in a safe manner that protects our air and our water sources. So supply and demand is a big challenge, and that's something that, you know, this industry is not running to big government to say, uh, have a solution, because we know that policies that come out of Washington or Austin uh, are, are policies that can alter the normal course of our economy and not for the good of the public. And so we need to let this, you know, this system work the right way. But another very real big challenge is uh, the misinformation campaigns that are occurring today. We have people that are spreading uh, false and misleading information. They're focused on concerns rather than the benefits that are so overwhelming in today's modern economy. I'm kind of glad that we can get in a car and go to work today rather than having to catch our horse and saddle up. I'm glad that we can uh, turn on uh, a stove and have. Natural gas flames, or you know, or an electric stove, rather than to have to chop wood, and our and our stoves to cook for our family. You know, if you think across the globe today, not everyone benefits from what we have. My daughter lives in another country doing some work educationally, and the power goes in and out any time, day or night. No central heating or air conditioning, no window units like we enjoy, and so that's a big challenge when we have. People that are just anti fossil fuels, and they fail to talk about the how um, when you uh, recover oil today that you use pipes that have multiple layers of c- cement and steel that is used to protect our groundwater. That just didn't get talked about, and I think we need to talk about it more, not less.
1: You know, Todd. One of the interesting things in in discussing that is we've had some guests on the show that have discussed the actual research and scientists that make these claims and the elected officials and some media sources that discuss, um, you know, all these problems with fossil fuels. And yet, when I look and I see if it is such a problem, then why isn't the rest of the world engaging in this catastrophic thing that's going to occur? When you have major, when you have other countries that are, far worse polluters than we could ever be and yet we see that there is discussions and we're moving in that direction but it it just doesn't make sense to me if it is this catastrophic which is what these uh, individuals portray it to be then why aren't they engaging these other countries that don't even have any kind of environmental plan in place and we're having a discussion that will happen and make changes in 2025 but yet The administration and some elected officials have such a huge policy on taxing the energy industry practically out of business between water and EPA and all these other regulatory taxes that they are uh, hoping to assess on this energy industry. I just, as a person that is not of the energy industry either, it just does not make sense to me something is not adding up.
3: Well, you you really bring up a great point. Uh, In America today, we have the cleanest air the best environment than any nation in the world, and yet we have outpaced the likes of R- Russia and Saudi Arabia, become the nation's, the world's rather number one oil and natural gas producer. We hear a lot of politicians today to talk about climate change in a way that it, it invokes climate fear.
1: Right.
3: Our climate today is better than ever. Our personal We're leading the health way. is better than ever.
1: Yes. What we have
3: to do is focus on the real science. The EPA themselves have recently completed a comprehensive five-year study of fracking's effects on drinking water, and they concluded that fracking has not led to widespread drinking water contamination. We've seen multiple studies from independent universities that confirm this fact, and that's really the direction that we need to go. We know that President Obama recently wanted to tax the oil and gas industry with a $10 for barrel tax on oil. Kim, do you want to pay $10 more for oil every time you go fill up and allow other countries to be in a better competitive position than America? It doesn't make
1: sense to me. It makes no sense to me, especially when there's an abundance. Well, Todd, we have to take a break real quick. We'll be right back within the oil patch.
0: Hey, 2016 is a great time to grow your business, and there is no time like the present to improve the awareness of your brand. Any business can benefit from advertising to the oil and gas industry, but it's really important to partner with a marketing company that has a proven track record with this growing industry. Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine is the one-stop shop that'll keep you in front of the customers that you need to grow your business. So let's start growing your business in Texas. Email us info at shalemag.com. Again, that's info at shale, S-H-A-L-E, magmag.com. Or you can call us 210-240-7188. Again, that's 210-240-7188. Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine provides services like print advertising and digital marketing. Our digital advertising services include website, email, radio, video, and social media. Shale also provides specialized web services from website management to search engine optimization and social media management. Visit our website shalemag.com once again that's shale s-h-a-l-e mag ma to learn more shale is your one-stop shop for growing your business pick up the phone today and call 210-240-7188 again 210-240-7188
2: Amerijet's global cargo shipping and freight forwarding network is ready to take care of all your shipping needs shipping manufactured oversized parts oil and gas field equipment or supplies domestically or internationally AmeriJet is your full-service multimodal transportation and logistics provider, offering domestic and international scheduled all-cargo transport via land, sea, and air. AmeriJet will connect your company to over 30 major cities in the U.S. with more than 625 destinations worldwide, providing global transportation solutions throughout the Americas, Mexico, the Caribbean, Europe, Asia, and the Middle East. Our 40-plus years of experience in the energy industry will help drive your excellent performance. Let AmeriJet's global team ensure the safe delivery of your cargo, from oversized hazardous materials which include oil and lubricants and heavyweight cargo, to your chosen destination. For on-time delivery, AmeriJet Houston is your commercial shipping partner. Call AmeriJet at 844-651-7956, once again that's 844-651-7956, or visit us at AmeriJet.com. Support for In the Oil Patch comes from the West Texas Energy Consortium, connected rural West Texas communities where members and partners communicate about common issues, challenges, and workable solutions, as well as educating future energy industry leaders. For more information about the West Texas Energy Consortium, visit their website at www.wtxec.org or give them a call at 325-795-4206. The West Texas Energy Consortium, where capitalizing on regional energy growth means power in partnership.
0: And welcome back to In the Oil Patch. My name is Alvin Bailey, along with your host, Kim Bilotto. And our special guest today is Todd Staples. Now, Todd, we've been talking—in the last segment, we talked about some of the challenges that the industry is facing. And, and you know, there's, there's plenty of negative spin put on this industry through several media outlets in America. Let's talk about some of the great things that the oil and gas industry, the energy sector, does for the American economy.
3: That's a great topic. Uh, Because of oil and gas in America today, uh, our economy is stronger, it's better. And the reality is our nation is more secure than ever before. In 2014, net imports of crude oil and petroleum products consumed in our nation fell to just 27 percent, the lowest level since 1985. Uh, Our state has more than doubled its oil production. Just last year, Alvin, in 2015, the oil and gas industry in Texas contributed $13.8 billion, the second highest uh, contribution in terms of state and local taxes and state royalties ever paid. Uh, 400,000 jobs, direct jobs just in Texas. That equates to about 1.8 to 2 million people who are getting a paycheck because of oil and gas today our companies are investing in new technologies to reuse brackish water they are in and they are reducing methane emissions all while um oil and gas production has increased to historic highs so over and over again oil and gas contributes in very positive ways uh, they uh, participate in local communities and educating kids. And these are just a few of the benefits from a, an oil and gas economy that's very robust. And, and, and you, know, you you look around the world today and you look at countries that are dependent on other nations for oil and gas and they pay some of the highest prices ever. Their economies do not have the flexibility that we do. Because of low-cost natural gas today, we're having a renaissance in manufacturing in the United States of America. All my lifetime, it seems that jobs have been exported overseas. My father worked in a glass plant, making glass products my entire uh, childhood and even into adulthood. Those jobs moved overseas as technology has changed, but today because we have an abundance of natural gas in the United States of America that can be recovered safely and in an environmentally friendly way, we have jobs for our nation. We have billions of dollars being invested right here in the Lone Star State uh, making plastic products once again and exporting those products and the raw materials overseas today this is a renaissance and it's directly attributable to a robust oil and gas economy and industry that is hiring people and investing billions of dollars it can't be overstated so the next time you hear someone that is um, taking a cheap shot at oil and gas you know you really need to ask them why do you want to make my products cost more why do you want to make it higher for me to heat and cool my home because that's really their ultimate goal You know, it might surprise your listeners to learn this, too. Um, People in the oil and gas business, they're okay with renewable energy sources, wind and solar. They just think that consumers should be the ones choosing what products they use, not the government. The government shouldn't be in the business of picking winners and losers because, quite frankly, They have a terrible track record when government gets involved in making those decisions. And we have government mandates that dictates through emotion rather than good, sound science, consumers end up paying higher prices. And uh, we know that science has taught us we can have a healthy economy, we can have a healthy environment all at the same time by letting these free market principles work. I read a story the other day about another country that doesn't have the benefits that we have in America because of a healthy oil and gas industry that makes certain that our power sources are fueled from a reliable and affordable energy sources. And a child died in a hospital because they had intermittent power and they didn't have the same type of resources to go to that we have in America. And it's all because that we have a domestic energy supply today that's reliable, that's affordable, that is certain. And these are the types of things that we need to focus on. Uh, Being from a a rural area myself, uh, I I can, I know when oil and gas um, industry is hiring people, man, the economy is good. And when they're not, it's just, we have people that don't have jobs. We don't have, we have restaurants that close all of this. Is underpinned by this today uh, capital is very mobile it can go to any country in the world well as soon as all prices get a little bit higher I'd like to see that capital come and be invested in Texas and not somewhere else in the world let's make certain that we have state and federal policies that are based on science not emotion that we have a regulatory structure that provides certainty. And, and let's face it, um, regulations are necessary for a functioning society. Hey, I want one gallon of milk to be the same price and the same number of ounces at one store as it is in the other. And I want the same for a gallon of gas. And so having regulations that ensure that the health and safety of our citizens is paramount and that industry is at a level playing field is a very important concept and it's not that we're just against regulations we're against regulations when they're designed to accomplish a political goal and that the public suffers as a consequence that's when you get into bad policies and i just hope that the american people and the people of texas will continue to have accountability in this process. They will ask tough questions of those that are seeking to represent them in office and make certain that, they're, that they are, are getting the right information so that we can continue to enjoy the benefits that you just talked about.
1: Well, Todd, we have to take a break real quick. We'll be right back within the oil patch.
2: AmeriJet's Global Cargo Shipping and Freight Forwarding Network is ready to take care of all your shipping needs. Shipping manufactured oversized parts, oil and gas field equipment, or supplies domestically or internationally. AmeriJet is your full-service multimodal transportation and logistics provider, offering domestic and international scheduled all-cargo transport via land, sea, and air. AmeriJet will connect your company to over 30 major cities in the U.S., with more than 625 destinations worldwide, providing global transportation solutions throughout the Americas, Mexico, the Caribbean, Europe, Asia, and the Middle East. Our 40-plus years of experience in the energy industry will help drive your excellent performance. Let AmeriJet's global team ensure the safe delivery of your cargo, from oversized hazardous materials which include oil and lubricants, and heavy weight cargo, to your chosen destination. For on-time delivery, AmeriJet Houston is your commercial shipping partner. Call AmeriJet at 844-651-7956, once again that's 844-651-7956 or visit us at AmeriJet.com. Ever feel like you've hit a wall with your business? Like you haven't been able to turn the corner on a new avenue for your company? Well, Turning Point Strategies is here to help. Turning Point Strategies is for those startup companies or companies that have been doing very well but maybe want to move to the next level or are at a turning point. They're looking to think outside the box and that's where we come in. We provide those different strategies to help them turn the corner at that point where they need consulting services. At Turning Point Strategies, we can not only help you turn the corner, we will give you insight on how to prevent yourself from hitting another plateau. We have helped a lot of different companies at many different levels succeed. Call us today at 210-227-5678. Again, that number is 210-227-5678. And visit our website, turningpointstrategies.com. Again, that's turningpointstrategies.com. Are you at your turning point?
0: Hi folks, Alvin Bailey here, just like I am every week in the oil patch, right alongside you fighting for a strong, responsible, successful, and sustainable oil and gas industry right here in the great state of Texas. Both on this show and as a fleet specialist for the Kleg Auto Group, I get to keep a firsthand perspective on the hard work that goes into making this such a great industry. And trust me, I understand how important it is to maintain both your company's image, the reliability, and the integrity of your fleet and you can't break the bank doing it. So whether your fleet action plan requires leasing, buying outright or something that falls kind of in between, I can help you. K-League Fleet Sales represents 11 brands and 16 stores that include Ford, Ram trucks and Toyota trucks on the heavy duty side and Lincoln, Mazda, Subaru, Volkswagen and Lexus on the luxury side. Hey, time is money. So our service departments offer pickup and delivery and rapid response to get you back on the road quickly. I would love the opportunity to help you keep your fleet plan rolling, so let's talk. Call me at area code 830-480-3656, again, 830-480-3656, or you can email me directly, abayley at kaligauto.com That's A B-A-I-L-E-Y, B-A-I-L-E-Y at kaylegauto, K-A-H-L-I-G-A-U-T-O dot com. And welcome back to In the Oil Patch. My name is Alvin Bailey, along with your host today, Kim Bellotto. We are in the Shale Studios with our very special guest, Todd Staples. Kim?
1: You know, Alvin, Todd, some things that come to mind is, you know, if we are, as consumers, consuming a lot of energy, then we have the demand for it. And the only thing that's kind of striking to me is if we are anti-oil and gas, then we need to stop using oil and gas, and yet the demand is as high as it's ever been. And the other thing that's interesting to note is, you know, there is a whole lot of money that um, can be gained from releasing data that basically uh, puts fear in people on climate control. There's tons of money out there for these, you know, environmentalist groups and people that stand to gain and benefit from that. These are things that lead me to believe that there is an assault on the fossil fuel industry And not so much because it's science-based, like Todd, you said, but more because there's usually a financial benefit to a group of people out there who it's in their best interest to make sure that we are um, regulating this industry out of business. But that being said, um, Todd, I'd like to change gears just a little bit and ask you about seismicity and um, all of the stuff that goes along with that, the earthquake rumors and stuff like that. Talk to me a little bit about what you're hearing. What's the latest on that?
3: Well, I know the press has focused a good bit over the past year about uh, a swarm of small earthquakes that have occurred, and um, the legislature has actually appropriated about $4.5 million this last legislative session. They have directed that funding to the Bureau of Economic Geology with the uh, University of Texas in Austin and what they are doing is um, deploying seismometers, uh, getting uh, petroleum engineers, geologists, and seismologists to come together to look at what's really going on. Because if you look around the country, there is evidence of seismic activity and earthquakes in areas where there is absolutely no oil and gas activity whatsoever. And yet there are swarms of earthquakes just like we're experiencing here. And so as an industry, we support this approach. We think we need more science, not less. We know that people that just don't like oil and gas uh, try to persuade the public that uh, fracking is causing all of this, when in reality, fracking is a three to five day process that is just a part of the bigger oil and gas picture and has has nothing to do with the seismic activity and researchers have said that. So we want researchers to be armed with the facts, to have the right information, and we want the public to do that as well. You know, we know when I, as a kid growing up, you're always worried about California falling off into the ocean from an earthquake. And as an adult, you think maybe that wouldn't be too bad. No, I'm being facetious <laughs> of course. Uh, we, we, we love all of America, even though some may have different uh, ideas, but though if you have pressure on faults that you know are there you know it makes sense to stay away from those faults and the Railroad Commission of Texas has actually uh, passed rules recently that requires operators to look at historical seismic activity, which would be associated with there are known faults, and to uh, take that in consideration when they're permitting new disposal wells. And so I think uh, in Texas we're doing it right. There are a lot of uh, people that are just anti oil and gas that want to weaken our nation make us more vulnerable to the types of activity that we see in the Middle East, that we see on the evening news and hear on shows like this all the time where there's uncertainty and a lot of um, things going on that we just don't want in our country. We want to be stronger and better as a nation, and we are today because of oil and gas activity.
1: I agree with you, Todd. Hey, your organization, changing gears just a little bit, your organization, Texoga, recently released economic impact data relating to the oil and natural gas industry. What can you tell us about the industry's economic impact to Texas and especially now?
3: You know, even in a downed economy like we are today in a low-price environment, oil and natural gas continues to contribute significantly to our state's health. Um, as we had discussed in 2015, the industry paid uh, the second highest total ever at $13.8 billion in direct state and local taxes and royalties. When calculated on a per-job basis, the oil and natural gas industry actually pays seven times more in taxes and royalties per job than the rest of the private sector. Uh, In 2015, our schools all across Texas received about $1.9 billion in oil and natural gas mineral property taxes. Uh, Counties directly received over $630 million in oil and natural gas mineral property taxes. So everyday Texans benefit, whether you live uh, in the middle of the Eagle Ford Shale or in the Permian Basin or in the Barnett Shale. Even if you don't live in these areas, you're benefiting directly because our state highways are being built with oil and gas revenues. Our water projects are funded from oil and natural gas revenues that are contributed. And, you know, Texas likes to be the biggest in everything. Uh, We know that our permanent school fund which actually supports our Texas public schools, kindergarten through the 12th grade, receives more than a half billion dollars annually from oil and natural gas royalties and leases. That fund today is worth almost $35 billion. Uh, Now it's the second largest endowment in our nation. Before we had the decline, it was the first. And so I hope we get back to that status quickly because Everybody does better when we have a strong oil and natural gas industry.
1: Well, Todd, you have definitely um, enlightened all of us to how important oil and gas is to each and every one of us. Whether we really understand the topic or not, it will impact us personally personally if oil and gas does not do well in in Texas and in the United States. I would like to take a moment to thank you for being a guest on our show. It's not every day that we get to speak directly with the president of Texoga. So thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to come and talk to us about uh, what you guys are working on at Texoga. Thanks, Todd.
3: Thank you so much, Kim. Thank you, Alvin. It's a delight to be on your show. Uh, We really have some great information on our website, Texoga.org, txog org, and you can get the uh, real information. You can get information to separate uh, uh, myths from facts, and so I encourage you to take a look there. Thanks for letting me be with you. It was a lot of fun.
0: Kim, another great show today. Todd, thank you once again, and congratulations, because you get to be the topic of this week's oil and gas trivia question. If you are the first person to email the correct answer to this trivia question to this email address, radio at shalemag.com, you'll win a $75 gift certificate to the Palm Restaurant in Houston.
1: That's right, Alvin. Today's trivia question. Todd Staples is the president of Texoga. But what does the acronym stand for? Please email your response to radio at shalemag.com. That's radio at shale, S-H-A-L-E, M-A-G.com. And remember that the first correct email will win a $75 gift certificate to the beautiful Palm Restaurant in Houston, Texas.
0: That's going to just about wrap this week up for us, Kim. But, you know, we don't talk enough, I think, about look for us on Facebook. A lot of people don't realize that... uh, our executive producer Fernando he puts the podcast up on Facebook. What I guess about a week after the show airs, you've got access to find us on Facebook and just click on that link and listen to the podcast. In the Oil Patch is where together we learn and explore topics that affect us all in oil and gas business and in your community. Every week, our host Kimbalato along with me Alvin Bailey will visit with the movers and shakers in this fast-paced industry. You'll hear from industry experts, elected officials, and many more right here on In The Oil Patch.